Welcome back to Skippable Cutscenes. Will, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Will, and I play Step the Golem. Following their attack on the Weaver's base, our hero spent the day repairing the compound and uh, overnight around a campfire decided to tell stories. This is Step's story. Now, because level one sucks, we're going to assume that you're your current level just to make the story flow better. And um, as far as stories go, when you say that, like, I punched him really hard, it would be like them knowing how you punch hard things now. So I'm level six, I think. Uh, Are we six or seven? I don't know. If we're seven, I haven't leveled up. I will double check. I think we might be level seven now. But that doesn't matter for this. I'll just scale everything around. Okay. Okay, so for this story, which is very hard to get Step to tell because he tends to talk in a bit uh, ways where he's not necessarily entirely descriptive of what's happening. It's just more like, and then there was a door, and then there wasn't a door. Not necessarily talking about the violence that was between the, the, the presence of a door and the lack of presence of a door. I think it's like all at first it's all present tense because golems don't really have a good sense of time. Yeah. Yeah. You're so, not even sure how long ago this was. So uh, it's like I'm I'm traveling my, with my friend Old Nobs. Yes, you're traveling with your friend Odd Nobs, who you've been together with for some time. He manages to smooth over a lot of your tendencies of uh your social tendencies he seems to be relatively good at that even though he doesn't seem to be relatively good about that compared to the rest of the squishies that uh, yeah that's why i call them the squishies and you are in a place you're not sure where because you never you very you don't seem to remember names very well or places very well and he no, comes just... to you and says all right are you ready for today and Odd Knobs is um, a goblin, a fat goblin that looks a lot like King Trode from uh, which Dragon Quest is that? Is it eight? I, I I haven't played any of the Dragon Quests. <laughs> I played Joker. That's it. Okay. Well, <clears throat> look up Trode in Dragon Quest, and that's basically what Odd Knobs looks like. Looks like okay. he is a he is a heavy set goblin, normal height for a goblin, so couple feet tall okay and he comes to you in the morning where you've been just staring at a wall for the last eight to ten hours and is like are you ready let's go uh let's go earn a day's living i'm as ready as i will always be all right uh he leads you out to um the town square where you're at in some random place. They all tend to look very similar. This one happens to have a lot of fruit, uh, like apples and peaches. And he takes you to a stall that he has set up that has uh, arm wrestling in it. And and I I think I start doing a sort of a bit that he's taught me. Yes. I bet none of you can beat me, and also I know that you won't because I'm designed to win. And he, he plays this up to sort of P.T. Barnum style, saying like, come test your luck against the uh, the mighty golem here. It's really not luck. <laughs> and you get a few takers. Uh, first one up is a... Uh, uh, he was here yesterday as well. It's a, it's a scrawny kid who feels like he 
with like fierce eyes who just like really wants to really wants to prove something to himself and he pays his uh, his money and sits down in front of you and we can do a a arm wrestling strength check here okay they roll a natural one so well at least uh, a one doesn't a 12 yeah yeah uh their natural one <laughs> you just take their little tiny baby noodly arm and just immediately slap it down not even like letting them save face it's just like psh, and you're like thank you thank you for your patronage and his his ego and pride hurt runs away possibly to come back tomorrow you are level one wimp <laughs> you're also a love tester too <laughs> The color of your eyes glows indicate how much, uh, how, how do, how do those machines actually work inside? I'm not sure. I imagine they just like, they're, they're basically like the Scientology galvanic skin sensors where they just randomly, uh, I think it's just a strength machine. The, the, the love tester ones? Yeah. You just squeeze it and then the harder you squeeze it, the higher it is. Oh. I think I've seen ones that you don't squeeze, you just put your hand or finger on. Uh, well, then, then, yeah, it's probably just completely random, like a Scientology uh, units machine. All right. Uh, the day goes on, and you have a, a number of customers. One who comes by is is a much more um, burly-looking dude, and he sits down and pays his money and is going to try his, uh, his luck at it. Have you heard of fantasyology? Are you clear enough? <laughs> Are your units high enough? I've got a 20, by the way. Okay, yeah, you got a 13. Um, this is a little harder, but you do... Uh, you soundly beat this guy, and he, he walks away also a little a little wounded. And during the... Or, uh, during this particular exchange, you hear... You see Odd Knobs, like, looking around a little nervous. Um... Almost like he saw somebody, but you don't pick up of that because you're a step. <laughs> um, I think I'm just going to, I think I'd notice if he was acting out of the ordinary. Yeah. Okay. He, he's already, he's a pretty, he's pretty neurotic for a squishy. He has a lot of, uh, a lot of like nervous ticks to him. I mean, have I seen this nervous tick before? Uh, Roll an insight check. Oh, God. Okay. Oh, not 20. Okay. Yeah. He's, uh, he is agitated by something. I got you agitated have seen... by something from a nat 20. Well, what was it? You have seen him be this agitated before, and it usually means that, um, he disappears for a couple hours. And comes back looking, I don't want to say distraught, but, uh, disheveled, not like drinking disheveled, more like, uh, roughed up, not, not, not roughed up either. It's more of a, uh, dejected. Okay. Old knobs. It is, is it time for you to go away and then come back looking dejected? Uh, he 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 chuckles nervously like a <laughs> uh, 
I guess so. Um, I will catch up with you later. And he, he shuffles off. And you continue as you normally would the, the, the thing throughout the day and, and make your, your sum of money, which is sufficient for another day's stay at the hotel. Okay. Do I um, see him anyway? Uh, he comes into the hotel relatively late, uh, 10 or 11 p.m. I look at my son now. You're late. I know, I know. Uh, I just had some things to do. And then he, he, he sits down and sighs, looking dejected. Sort of like a thousand-yard stare at the wall. Well. But, <laughs> good night. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, I, I guess. I'll sit down. I guess I'll sit down next to him. With a big crash. And, um sort of pat him on the shoulder in a way that I've seen other humans do when people act like this and go there, there. He, uh, he sighs again and says, thank you. I, uh, it's a 14 on the pat. 14 on the pat. Yeah. You do not, you do not break his spine. (laughs) (laughs) This is always a possibility. It's like, uh, yeah, I could squish me into the ground like an accordion. Yeah, and he if, starts if I got to tell, a one. Yeah. That did happen, if I recall. Yeah, I think it did. In the secret lost episode that no one's ever going to hear. Anyway, so... Yeah, he starts to... He starts to flap his meaty bits a little bit. You're not entirely sure you're listening, but you do manage to repeat this um, to the others. That you're telling the story to. Uh, he talks a little bit about how, you know, it took him. He worked really hard to get to where he wanted to be. And no one thought he could do it because he's, you know, he's a goblin with neurotic what tendencies. Mean, what do you mean where you wanted to be? Aren't you technically homeless? He just is like, he chuckles at this, like, I am now. Because you know what? I I wasn't good enough. And that's my fault. I mean, you, you, I mean, I could pretend to lose if you want to be good enough. That's, it's not the same. Wait, not, not good enough at what? At being... Well, you know what I can do. And he, he turns into a... Um, uh, he'll turn into like a goat right in front of you. He's going to wild shape into a goat. Which you've seen him change into animals before. I mean, you have the same amount of flesh as you did before. I don't understand the problem. <laughs> uh, he he kicks you with his goat uh, hooves. With a two. It doesn't... It doesn't it's just a <laughs> fake... like whatever and then he stands on top of you like you know have you seen pictures of goats standing on horses yeah he does he does that for a little I like, bit <laughs> I believe you've mistaken me for my cousin Cliff <laughs> oh I need to take a drink after that one hold on 
What are you drinking? Water. It's just. Oh, okay. I laughed and stuff came out a weird way. Uh, <laughs> okay. Ugh. After a couple of minutes, he turns back into odd knobs and he's like, no, I. I trained up in the order of the uh, black leaf to be a druid helping, you know, going around, boosting crop production, that kind of thing. And I mean, that's how I got my name. Uh, when I first got there, I was. Uh, you would help out with the odd knobs? I was tasked with fixing the doorknobs, and I did it wrong, and they all turned the wrong way, so I got the nickname Odd Knobs. I mean, <laughs> there could be way worse ways you could get that, uh, <laughs> that nickname. <laughs> that is true. So if you ever find yourself in one of their facilities and the doorknobs aren't working right, just try it the other way. That was my fault. And anyway, well, isn't, isn't that more like you've left your signature on it? Maybe. It's nice to know that every time someone's frustrated, they think of me. Anyway, I uh, after I finished my time there, I was given a uh, apprentice, and I fucked up. In what way? I. She disappeared for a while. And then. When she came back. She was different. And. I mean, it's my responsibility to to fix this, but. Is it? You say she disappeared? Yeah. Well, do you know where to? I suspect I know where. And when she came back, she... She did some horrible things, and... And, and so we need to beat this apprentice. Well, show me I where don't... the apprentice is. It's not... It's not your fight. I... I don't, A, I don't think we would win in a head-on fight, but it's my fault. I have to fix it. I, I, I should have done better. Where do you they, go when you go away? I follow clues or I track down people that she seems to have in her employ and either stop them or otherwise uh, stop what they're doing. Make them not breathe. That has happened before. Well, I'm not very often. I'm not, I'm not very, I'm not very good at that, but I yeah. am. Sh- I know show you me are. where they are, and I'll make them not breathe. That's 
Thank you for the offer, but <sighs> it's usually better to not. <sighs> he sighs. It's much better to convince them. Would you like some distilled barley and wheat? It seems like flesh bags like that. Yes, I would. So, so I go over to the, the barman and I say, your, your finest distilled barley and wheat. They look at you a little weird. Like, well, it's technically not distilled. It's it's fermented. Distilling would be... And they just hands you an ale. <laughs> um, I give him one of the gold pieces that I've been given today. Oh, thank you. That's a... Uh, do you need... Do you need a lot of this? Um, as as many as that will give me. Uh, he. That's like a whole barrel. Then I will take one of those if All a right. human can drink that. You. Uh, he, he he points to you a whole barrel and you lift it and take it up there. I, I put it down in front of Hobnobs. Here you go. And it. This is larger than Oddnobs in its entirety. You're like, oh, thanks. I. Uh, oh. I guess we I should get started. I keep calling him Hobnobs because that's a biscuit over here. I'm going to look this up. Hobnobs. It's a brand it's... of, um, co- well, cookie, but you know. Hobnobs cookie. Hobnob biscuit is the brand name of a commercial biscuit. See, they're, they're biscuits. The S has a lot of symbolance on it. <laughs> it's true. That's how you can tell if it's a British cookie. They're made from rolled oats and jumbo oats, similar to a flapjack digestive biscuit hybrid, and are among the most popular British biscuits. These look pretty good. Of course, it's originated in Scotland because it's made of oats. Yeah, that's where oats were invented. For Scotland? Yeah. I mean, kind of. Honestly, that's really like an ideal place to grow them. These look pretty good, actually. I would try these. They're right. They're not my best biscuit, like my favorite. But the original tagline uh, of the Hobnobs was "One nibble and you're nobbled." <laughs> I've never heard that. Okay, so uh, wait, did Oddnobs ask me to help him drink the barrel? Uh, he indicated that, but I think he knows that you have uh, you have difficulties taking in liquid. Okay, I'm just gonna kind of sit back in the probably quite well enforced chair that I'm sitting on and um goodbye McVitie's wow that's a company from 1830 yeah that's that's old a lot of our companies are really old we, we only have a couple companies that are that old I mean okay. te- I mean all our classic sort of um supermarkets are really old Tesco Morrison's They've had different names, right? Tesco sounds like a more modern. No, name. Tesco. Tesco's rich- a because it's it's obviously um like somebody's name, Tess, Tessa, or something like that. Company Co. Oh, it's from. It looks like it was founded in 1919. That's not too old. No, we we definitely have grocery stores from the early 1900s here too. Yeah, and certainly plenty of cereal brands. Most of those are from. The, like, 1890s, 1880s. Sainsbury's, our other big one, is from 1869. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get my Sainsbury's. Anyway, I take a I take a, um, a big sort of 
pint of ale and just kind of pour it against where my face should be. Okay, and it splashes all over, leaking out that ale smell all over the floor and soaking into the floorboards. Yeah. And he gets drunk and passes out. Uh, I'm going to pick him up and bring him to the room and tuck him into bed. Aw, that's super sweet. Try to tuck him. Roll to tuck him in without murdering him. Well, no, I'll tuck him into bed and then I'll uh, pat him on the head. Okay. I got a one. Okay, you you basically push his head into the into the into the pillow, and he's like, "Ow, fuck!" <laughs> and wakes up. Shh, quiet, flashback, back to sleep. <laughs> sleep, meatbag. Ah, uh, Steph's story is gonna end like the grapes of wrath. I'm just pretty sure. <laughs> Someone's going to shoot you in the back of the head while you're talking about petting rabbits. Oh, uh, wait, are you thinking of... Um, oh, of Mice and Men. Of Mice Shit. and Men, yeah. I completely... Why did I... Well, they're the same time period. Yeah. That's what I did. Yeah. What's his name? His name was Lenny or Lemmy? I always forget. Lenny. 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 Not Kravitz. <laughs> Lenny and George. Lenny Small, that's his name. Okay, so, and then I'm just going to kind of stand and face the wall. Alright. Uh, the night passes with no issue. He wakes up hungover and is like, ugh, I have a headache and I'm not sure if it's from the booze or from the assault. It must be the booze. I just patted your head. Hmm. I guess so. Alright, uh... I guess we should. Uh, are you ready for today? I am ready for today. Let's uh, let's go back to our stand. And you're usually you spend maybe a week or two in one area, and then you move on to another island because eventually people are like, "Wow, this is really hard," and um, the novelty wears off, so less people stop coming up. Mm. So you go to your stand for the day, and the same uh, kid from yesterday morning comes by. Now trying uh, again to to get through, to somehow make it, uh, to somehow defeat you. Pays his money and rolls a natural two. Nine. So even with a natural two, or even with your whatever caused you to get a nine, he, because uh, you're like nine plus five, so you rolled a... A four. You rolled a four, yeah. Um you still man it's it, it looks like a it looks a little more difficult like you actually had to work at it a little bit so he feels better about that he's like yeah i'm getting better and maybe he is. next he did, time he tiny did, man he did twice as well as he did last time yeah yeah he did <laughs> uh, maybe the same next time yeah the same burly guy from last night shows up too or yesterday shows up too and he looks like he's really gaming up for this. He's really psyched up. He's uh, super into it and tries really hard with his... Fifteen? Uh, Fifteen. You. He manages to get you. So Congratulations. 18, so, yeah, he... He puts his arms up and he's like, yeah! And gets his reward. I don't know exactly how it works. I imagine it's... Give the man a stuffed bear. <laughs> 
uh, I don't think they have stuffed bears. That's he's like, do you know how much merchandise costs to carry around? It's way, too, <laughs> it's way outside of our budget here. We just give them money. Um, I, I, well, I, I guess like I open my mouth hole and a coin drops out like kind of like a, an arcade machine. Yeah, or tickets. Yeah, and my lights start, uh, my eyes start flashing, and you just get like a ding, 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 ding. <laughs> He's like, "Would you like to try and double that money? We could try another uh, round. I mean, twice as much money is better than what you have right there." Uh, that's a persuasion check from Odd Knobs, which he fails, and this guy's like, "No, I'm, I'm good." And then this guy walks away. Uh, Odd Knobs looks around again, gets nervous again. You you pick up on this, mm-hmm. and he's about to leave, and then he pats you on the shoulder and says, "Let's let's go for a little bit. Let's take a break." Okay, I, I get out the sign that says um that that says uh, what would it say? The uh, shop being closed. Golem gone fishing. Let's see. What would be an appropriate thing? Uh, it, um, says, it says Golem Gone Fishing. Okay. Have they actually... Like, this is what I want to... I know. Is... is They have... they have, I have seen the Gone Fishing thing to being closed, but are there actual places where that was actually ever true? Where someone just like says, I'm going to fucking close my shop up and actually go fishing in the middle I, of the workday? I'm completely guessing here, but I think it's for like um, sort of seafaring towns. Okay. Where they they decide to close up and just go fishing for a bit. Okay, like there just was a slow day, and they're like, you know what, I need some fucking dinner, and it's yeah. obviously not going to come from from commerce today. So, yeah, but also people just fish that. as like a like a pastime. Yeah, because you see it in kind of seaside towns here a lot. That sign. Yeah, the weather could be nice. Actually, I know that. It, don't fish like to come to the surface shortly after it rains or something like that? So there are times where you'd be waiting there and be like, oh, the fish the fish are going to be biting right now. Yeah. I don't like fish. No? No. It's gross. Fish and birds. Fish, fish is everything that people imagine like lizards and snakes feel like. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They're slimy. They're like, they have like the like mouths that go blorp, blorp, blorp. They've got a... Uh, Ugh. Oh, you must Everything hate about fish are They're adorable, but I'm not going to touch one. Because <laughs> they, they have the mouth that goes blah, blah, blah. They're super cute. My and Actually, uh, technically, axolotl is not what they're, they're supposed to be pronounced. It's actually axolot. <laughs> Sorry, say that again. Axolot. Okay. You said it in the accent. It was like axolot. Actually... No, it's a it's a I don't want to say Aztec word. Uh, no, 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 what do you mean? Um, South American. It's one of the branches that has the 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 tla sounds to it. The tl, the same things that has like chipotle in it, and uh, okay. Nahuatl is the the name of the language. Okay, I think, or the the root language. I imagine there's a bunch of variants. The um, because it, it has the X's that are shas and the tl- the TLs that are tla or something like that. Because the Amazon rainforest is on fire right now, there's a whole species of axolotl that's died out. <sighs> that lives in the roots in the Amazon. 
That's a shame. Yeah. Go go yeah. protest that. Well, yeah. Protest, but. Well, um, I mean, if you think about it, we're fucking doomed. Yeah, planet's not having a fun time at the moment. Maybe, maybe some crazy lady is gonna make giant kudzu bombs all over the planet, and maybe then we'll be fine. Giant what? Kudzu bombs. What's that? Kudzu, the leafy vines that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hopefully that'll, that'll <sighs> happen. See, this is the problem. No one pays attention. <laughs> Everyone's playing The Sims or Final Fantasy fourteen or whatever while we're <laughs> doing not, this I'm stuff. I'm not doing anything. I just, my character doesn't pay attention. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> Who's playing Final Fantasy fourteen while we're D&Ding? Oh, that's Marissa. Oh. Yeah. Um, anyway, he leads you to sort of a back alley and a couple hours later, uh, someone... Wearing a a cloak seems to leave the back of a building and starts heading off into the uh, into the woods. I, I whisper to Odd Noms, "Is that your apprentice?" No, it's one of their apprentices. So your apprentice has apprentices. Yes. Do I they do have apprentices? I don't know. I think we should find out. Yeah, let's... Let's go ask him. Roll a stealth check. Okay. This isn't going to go well. I got a nine. Odd Knobs got a 11. So, a couple steps into the woods. Far enough away that if violence ensues, you won't necessarily uh, be noticed. But uh, they turn around and it is... You can see that it is an orc wearing a a relatively fancy cloak. And they say in common, can I help you? Try your luck. And so I, they, I, they tilt their head and... I kind of assume the same position that I assume at the stool where I, I'm sitting. I'm not sitting on anything and I put my arm up. Just like holding it in the air? Yeah. <laughs> it's like... Uh, Win gold. Strength check. Roll the dice. No, thank you. And they they turn around and start walking. Well, I've done everything I can do. Adam says, wait. We know where you're going. Stop. And they stop. I don't. And turn around and... They they take they take stock of both you and Oddnobs and you see them turn into a uh what's good for mobility in a forest? Deer. Deer. They turn into a deer, turn around and try to gallop away. And Oddnobs deer gallop um i guess gallop has an official term doesn't it like gallop is this particular step gallop <laughs> uh no deer don't really do that so much they're more prompts 
Yeah, they're very, they're like a little more skittish and less confident with their steps. Anyway, so they, it starts they scramble. to, it starts to scramble away, deer style. And Odd Knobs reaches out with a, a bunch of thorns and like a, a, a whip of thorns comes out and loops them around the leg and catches them. And they trip and fall. Okay, I'm going to... I'm going to walk up to them and just sit on them. Okay. To stop them roll, from moving. Roll a grapple check, which is just a strength check. And yeah, they're not going to get out of that. 12? Not with what they rolled. Yeah, no, they got a they got a 10. All right, you sit on them and they're in their scared little deer form. It's kind of cute. And then they, they turn back into an orc and are like, fuck. <laughs> Hi, uh, I guess we can talk now. My friend would like to talk to you. So Adnaz comes over, sort of waddles over because he's pretty heavy set and is a goblin, so can't make that much. Doesn't make good uh, time on the ground. And then he sort of uh, sits on his chest too, so it's like you're both doing that, <laughs> staring at the at this guy's face. <laughs> and he's like, "Hi. So, where is she?" And then the this orc's face goes stone cold and. They look away. It's like, I don't know who you're talking about. And he reaches through their stuff. Pulls out um, a couple of um, sort of round wicker dinner plates shaped objects and just starts like ripping them apart. Like the uh, the ones that we found in the main campaign? Yeah. Ah. Yeah. There's backstory. I think as I'm describing this story and I'm like, and then they pulled out these round dinner-shaped objects that I'd never seen before. <laughs> well, they're not exactly identical. They're slightly identical. These are made of darker uh, branches. Than these these light branched ones, and of course they're just looking at you like, "What? Why didn't you tell us this like a long time ago?" And you're like, "You never asked." <laughs> Story time is great, ha ha. I'm creating suspense. <laughs> Don't you know how stories work, Meatbag? <laughs> If I had told you about them before, this story wouldn't have been so suspenseful. <sighs> Alright, they're just, uh... Gilly in particular is face-palming right now. Just... Just a straight up... Ah, uh, he... Anyway, so then he pulls out these. Yeah, he pulls them apart. The, um... The wicker discs. And... He sits there and thinks for a while... And then he tells you to let him go. He can't do anything anymore. Okay, I, I stand up and I pick him up. So like he's, he's he's in a standing up position and put him down and kind of dust off his coat a bit or his cloak. <laughs> All right. 
and he just glares at Anobs and heads back into town because obviously uh, whatever he was going to do, he can't anymore. Well, that should uh, delay things at least a couple weeks. You meatbags are very confusing. Yes, we are. Let's go empty out some more of that barrel. Okay. And you head back into town and he immediately goes back into drinking. Okay, I, I go up to the bar. Oh, you still have a barrel in your room that's 80% full of alcohol. Yeah, but I, I think I assume that he, he's going to drink that now. So I go up to the bar and I buy another barrel. <laughs> All right, you buy another barrel. And I, and I bring it up to the room again. He's like, oh, okay, we've got enough for quite a while. Um, so, yeah, that's what I do when I go away. I I stop those people from doing their job. That seems kind of boring. It is. And we are going to need to leave town again soon to the next spot. Couldn't you just ask these people to not do their job anymore? Sometimes that works. But not today. Okay. Well, we better get some sleep. And I just kind of turn and face the wall. Yeah, he intoxicated, puts his, you know, climbs up into his bed, sleeps on the pillow. I imagine that he's he's just like, you know, like he uses the pillow practically as like a, a, a mattress topper. Mm. He just like lays on top of it and the rest of his body just plays out. Is he that small? Uh, he's 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 fat for a goblin, but he's also regular goblin height. And goblins are two and a half, three feet tall, three feet tall, right? I think they're about three feet tall. About that, yeah. So, you know, it's good. It's good back support. <sighs> so morning comes. He sits up. I was like, ugh. all right. Um. We can do one more day here and then I'm going to we'll have to head out. I'll get I'll, I'll organize the. Uh, the boat travel, if you want to get started on the. Uh, I have the hiccups now, God damn it. <clears throat> I'll organize the uh, the boat trip if you want to get started at the uh, stand. OK, and you've you've been to the procedure before where you. You know, you, you open the stand as normal, but then towards the end of the day, you just take down the parts and fold them up so that it can be packed away. Or at least the part that's ma- parts that matter. There are some parts that you always locally source because you never know exactly what space you're going to need to fit in. Okay. So I head to the stand and set up my general spot. But I'm, I'm kind of emulating what he would be saying. So I'm like, step right up, step right up. <laughs> you're doing both parts. <laughs> I'm a golem. Step right up. I'm a I'm a goblin. <laughs> and the same little kid from yesterday comes in this time, like really, really fired up to try and to try and take you down. This will be the last day you can try. Now they really, they really, uh, they pay their money and really, uh, really focus. Sixteen. They get a thirteen. So it's they they keep getting a lot better, but you just keep. Better next time, except there won't be a next time unless you follow the boat that we're going to go in. They run off. Again, they're pride wounded. Oddnobs comes by at the middle, or, you know, a couple hours later and says, "Ah, we're all set. 
we'll head okay, out I, with the tides. I, I fold up all of the um, stand. All right. Yeah, it's uh, a lot of the like the, the actual like table and seats are designed to be folded up, and the rest of it you just sort of build every time you get there. And you guys head down to the dock. You see, waiting, not waiting, but uh, in line, trying to get on the boat, the the same orc that you had uh, assaulted the night before just looks at you and just hangs his head in shame and sort of like tucks his hood a little bigger and is like, it's going to take that guy weeks to get back to where he needs to be. Hey, I know (sighs) that meat bag. Hi, meat bag. Hi, hey, orc. Hi. They look at you, like glare. And, and Adnab's blisters into here. Push him into the water. Yeah, sure. Uh, I push him into the water. Okay, roll a roll a strength check. Oh, they fit. they rolled a three. I've rolled so poorly tonight. Uh, I rolled a twenty-four. Yeah, you you just single finger push him straight into the into the ocean. I, I lean to the person next in line and go, "No, no, no, it's okay. I sat on him yesterday." Whatever, whatever you're into. That's, uh, I could see people being into that. Just turns around and doesn't want to mess with the <laughs> eight foot tall golem or whoever tall step is. I, I have it written down somewhere. Um, and I, I believe, oh, go on. No, I think I have it written down somewhere. I think it's about eight feet. Yeah. It's eight or nine feet. I have my weight. I don't have my height. Yeah, the the dock as always is creaking under your weight because you weigh four thousand pounds. Yep. Oh no, there we go. Nine four height. Nine foot four inches. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you tower over everybody. You can totally uh, get whatever's on the high shelf. It's kind of at eye level. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm not um, ever. Employed in a shop. Maybe that is that something you want to look into in the future. Stock um, boy. <laughs> well, I, I'm. Could you wear one of those like grocery clerk aprons from the 1920s? Yeah. I, yeah, I could be the backpacker. Yeah. Oh God, <laughs> that would not end well. Would you like free sunflower seeds? <laughs> You guys sail off into the night and complete Me and my your story. And you and you and Odd Knobs, um, and of course everybody else is just looking at you because they're like, "Why the fuck didn't you tell us this earlier?" Because <laughs> that's not how storytelling works. Fair enough, and that's the end of our session. Will, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me at on YouTube at Team Satisfaction, where I post short films and all sorts of things that I make. I'm Detroit, and I do this, mostly. Our music is by Ian Stalker. We always appreciate any feedback we get, so feel free to leave any. Also, tell your friends. <laughs>